Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, bang. I do let you bang. Let me bang you, bang. Let you bang. Let you bang. Let you bang. Greetings, nerds and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? We're very blessed to have a guy who's undefeated, amazing fighter, and uh, just a, a human highlight reel. Sean O'Malley, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? What's up, Sean? I was at your last fight in Vegas, and... Oh, baby. Wow. That was amazing. How much pressure was on you? Because you hadn't fought in like a year, and it was the Sugar Sean show. I feel like you were, even though, even though you were, I think, on the undercard, everybody was like, when's Sean fighting? When's Sean fighting? When's Sean fighting? How yeah. much was on you? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, I mean, I think you could kind of tell, but I didn't feel any of the pressure. I didn't feel like I had, you know, I didn't feel like I had to do anything. I just knew I was going to go out there and do, do what I do. and. I didn't feel any pressure. I didn't feel any, like, I have to perform. I just, you know, I knew I did everything right in those two years, and then I did everything right in that entire training camp that I wasn't questioning anything. I knew I was going to go in there and perform. So I didn't, I didn't feel any pressure. Um, it, it, was, I, it was just a lot of fun. Now, Sean's been to a couple of my shows in Arizona, and I forget how young you are until I <laughs> your friends. Because, you know, one of those things where, like, you know, I, I put these guys on pedestals, and you look at these guys, and they're all fucking jacked, and this. And then I see his friends who look like high school kids. Uh, it was. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not insulting you, but like they look. I'm like, wow, this, this kid, Sean is like, what are you, 21, 22? How old are you? I'm I'm 25. My I don't I don't know who I was who I was with, but I I pretty much only hang out with Tim and uh, his girlfriend, and Tim's gonna be 30 this month. Maybe it was the first time you came. Maybe was, I don't. I don't. I might have came with someone else. It was the uh, time you were wearing like you were wearing like an Indiana Jones hat. But they just seemed young, man. I, I was yeah. like, oh. it, 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 was, well, it was. It was. It was cool to see. Well, no, Sean. I want to ask you something. Like, if you haven't fought for a while, does it is it hard to ga- gauge the distance? Because it just seems like when you you're rusty, you can't gauge the you, like if you're. You can't gauge the distance. It takes you a, couple, a little bit to get into it. Because some people I'll see, you can see, they say there's no such thing as ring rush, which I think is bullshit. I think you got to get into a rhythm and then a couple minutes in, you go, okay, cool. It's on. Is that- yeah, I was out for two years and like four days. And I, I didn't feel any ring rust. I didn't feel like I missed a step. I felt better than ever. But also, I was like I said, I was doing everything right in those two years. I wasn't. I wasn't fucking around. I wasn't going out 
I wasn't doing anything other than living a championship lifestyle. So I train, I recover, and I do everything that I, needs to be done to become world champ. So I didn't feel any ring rust. Um, but as far as like sparring and stuff, I don't spar outside of camp. I haven't sparred since my fight. I'm not going to spar until I have a fight book. And those first couple sparring sessions, you know, your your distance and that stuff might be off a little bit. But I also know it's like okay, I haven't sparred in a long time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be off a little bit. But it takes me one two rounds, and I'm I'm back to and then I'm it, back you get into a you get like you get into a rhythm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had the honor of going to uh, Crouch's sparring day, and I watched you spar, <laughs> and it was awesome. First of all, just if you. It was just monsters in that in, in that room between you yeah. and Henderson and Johnny Case and yeah killers killers. But what's crazy about you is you were sparring kind of the same way that you fight. Like it was so unconventional. Um, where did you learn that style? I I you know who did I learn from? Who did I kind of mimic growing up? I when I first when you go watch me when I was sixteen, I have videos on YouTube when I was kickboxing. I have the same style now. I just have it. It's way more advanced, way more elite. Um, you know, there's a lot more tricks and tip or a lot more tricks in my game now. But you go watch me when I was 16. I, I didn't learn from anyone. That's just pure athleticism and literally just going off instinct. Um, so I was just a naturally gifted athlete. And uh, once I picked up kickboxing gloves and started kickboxing, that wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't watch. I don't think I ever even watched a fight really when I started. I just kind of, I just, I just, it was all pure instinct. Wow. It looks like you watched a bunch of Kung Fu movies and just started <laughs> whatever the hell those guys did. I definitely did it. It's funny. I didn't, I remember my dad when I was probably 13, he was watching the UFC and I told on him, I told my mom, I said, dad's watching that stuff again. Cause I thought it was so, I didn't understand it. I'm like, how, how do you watch that? People are, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand it. So it's funny, you know, looking back at that, that day, I me- I remember telling on him because I wanted to watch something else. Like I told my mom, he's watching that stuff. And she thought it was disgusting. And you I'm ratted like, him out, bro. You ratted, you ratted out your dad on that one. I did. I did. I got <laughs> to watch something out. else. Threw him right under the bus so he could watch cartoons, huh? Exactly. Probably. <laughs> like, fuck this. Yeah. I, Sean, like, I always knew that you were like an incredible striker. But where I was really pr- impressed was watching Polaris because um, quintet. Uh, uh, oh yeah, a uh, quintet. Oh. First of all, you you submitted the fire uh, Gomi, which yeah is like insane. Yeah. Um. I mean that must have. And then you. I mean Hector Lombard had a kind of a weight advantage over you. Uh. uh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little. strong. That didn't seem fair. But but then you went. You and uh, Gilbert Melendez went the whole distance. And, yeah. these, and these guys are, you know, Melendez is an incredible wrestler. He's been out and Gomi is like incredible at ground game. I mean, how much, how did, how, how tell me about that. Yeah. Obviously my grappling super underrated. I think anytime you kind of specialize in something, you, that's what gets talked about. And you just kind of assume that they're not as good in the other areas. Um, I do think my striking's elite of the elite. And I think my grappling's going to be there. Um, all I do is grapple like pretty much four, four days a week. We're doing live competition grappling. Um, so I, I it's, I'm getting up there. I, I, yeah, like you said, I subbed Gomi, caught him in a high elbow guillotine. But, I have a nasty guillotine. And I think a lot of people that fight me, their game plans take me down. 
you know that and that's not going to be yeah fine. not going to work for much longer I, I don't i don't think it would work right now i think if someone's game plan is to take me down and hold me down that's just not gonna that's not gonna get the job done gilbert gilbert's pacing is what's crazy to me his pacing is just constant it's like you know, yeah. you, gotta, you, you gotta be really cardio ready with that motherfucker because he's like, I ain't stopping. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I felt and he still won't. I ain't stopping. Yeah, I felt him break breaking in there. I was, you know, I, I was training for Nogi Worlds at Purple Belt before I got that offer, and you know that pays. Nogi Worlds doesn't. Um, so I was in shape. I was in really good shape. I was ready to go. I was training hard. I just get got done training with the uh, Tinquino Mendez who won ADCC, and he was I was one of his main training partners, so I was ready to go in shape. Um, and I was taking that event serious. And a lot of those guys, I don't think we're you know doing it for for real. Like when you're as good as those guys, you know you don't have to be in necessarily in good shape. You're gonna be able to go eight minutes. So, so I think I was able to pick up the pace. So you, don't think Mark, you don't think Mark Munoz was in great shape for that event? That dude looked about four hundo. <laughs> I do a big motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. Like, when you're coming from the – especially, like, guys coming from the MMA world who, who are already pretty much done with that, like Gilbert Melendez, Hector Lombard isn't isn't done-done, but, you know, right. he's been doing it for a while. It's like when you get the opportunity to, oh, I just get to go to a grappling tournament and get paid no yeah. matter what happens. Like, cool. Yeah, you know? it, for sure. They weren't – you know, I'm sure they train, train you know, still – it's probably part of their lifestyle to train, but I'm I'm tw- I'm 25 training like it's you know You're like trying I'm trying to, to be world champ it. right now. They already exactly. Have- yeah, I, I, exactly. I think people assume because like of your Instagram that you're just high all day and partying, <laughs> and getting face tattoos, um, and they don't realize like how serious you are about this. Right. Yeah. I think uh, I feel most the people that listen like listen to my podcast tim and i's podcast or uh you know i feel like those guys understand they get it more you know we talk a lot about mindset and, and what we're doing throughout the weeks and stuff but yeah i i train to become world champ that's the ultimate goal and i've lived that same lifestyle for the last 10 years since i was 16 since i well not 16 probably 17 18 once i realized what i wanted to do is be world champ i haven't stopped training like that What's, yeah. the name of, what's the name of your podcast so people can find it? The the Timbo Sugar Show. It's fucked up. We just say fucked up shit and talk about <laughs> it's we just it's fun, but it's it's also right now. You know, it's also informative and good shit. Nice. Now, now do you have the same girlfriend that you uh, you uh, live with? Yep. Yeah, we've been together for um five years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. Well, you're a loyal guy because you must be getting. So many women must be hitting you up, like, "Hey, son, what are you doing?" Later. I tell arm bar me, arm bar me. Yes, oh, I, <laughs> I tell them, "Come on over." <laughs> come on over. If they're hot, and my girl thinks they're hot, and they're down with that, they can come on over. Oh, okay. So you guys are cool with that. You're cool with other girls coming and hanging out with you guys. Yeah, if they're cool and hot, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, they're man. obviously not sick if they're if they're cool and hot, dude. Is, is this kid I'm like forty-one. No, I'm like forty-one. My wife would kill me. I'm like a loser. This kid's like so much more advanced than I am. And then he's like <laughs> fucking. He's like gonna be a world champion. He's killing the game. His girlfriend's cool with it, bringing home other chicks. Uh, he didn't even go to high school. This guy. Uh, like I went to high school for a little bit. 
Did you ever finish high school? I went to uh, so I went to Capitol High for about a year and a half. Then I went to this. I moved. I went to like another place called Hamilton High. Then I went to this like boot camp thing. It was called Montana Youth Challenge to get your GED after you drop out because I fucking hated school. Um, got kicked out of that. Then I came back and went to like some alternative school, which was super easy. And they just fucking, you know, you didn't get homework. It basically gave you a diploma. So technically I finished school. Uh, I got a diploma. So I don't know. But, but fuck that. You want to, you're, you, you had, you already know what you want. You had a passion for it. So I'm like, Sometimes I see people say, like, what about high school? Man, I know what the fuck I want to do. No, no, like, no. Fuck yeah. that. Stay in school, kids. Okay? Finish Hold up. Nah, whatever. Bullshit, Listen, dude. Adam. Bullshit. Bullshit. It, de- it depends. It depends. You I don't know, know who you are, Adam. I've never even seen my diploma. I don't even know why it was such a big deal. Everyone kept saying, make sure you get your diploma. I don't even know where the fuck it's at or how to even get it. Well, for every shuttle O'Malley, there's 9 million kids that drop out of high school that are not going to fucking – achieve what he is so yeah but don't listen to that <laughs> listen to me <laughs> you don't have to go to college but at least finish high school all right yeah but but you know what having that champion you know what sean honestly having a champion like look i want to be champion and having that mentality uh from the, from the jump is the way to go man because i see the difference between fighters like well i'm just gonna fight till my next fight and then see what happens no fuck that if you go i'm going to be champion you can see the difference in intensity from those fighters and fighters that yeah. don't do that. Well, it wasn't, you know, it's, I went through so, when I was eight, I moved to Phoenix and tra- started training at the lab when I was 18. Zero wrestling, and I'd say I had like maybe 1% jiu-jitsu. Like I was a scrappy kickboxer that pretty much taught, you know, didn't learn a lot, just, just going off instinct. I would get my ass kicked by the professionals down here. Like there was guys, there was a bunch of guys that were in the UFC I moved down to Phoenix and would get my ass kicked every single day. Wednesday was the only day that I would do decent. That was a kickboxing sparring day. So Monday, well, Monday was, wasn't too bad either. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Friday, every, all those days I was getting fucked up. And I had that. There was days where I'm, you know, my whole family lives in Montana. I'm living here with, I lived with Tim at the time, but it was like super lonely. And I fucking, I'd get my ass kicked and I would be like, is this for me? I don't know. Um, you definitely go through phases like that. And I, I went through a bunch of them, but then I just, I knew if I kept, if I just kept going and I was going to get good, I knew I was a good athlete and I knew I could learn. So I knew if I learned all that stuff that eventually I'd be beating those guys and I just stuck with it and was super consistent. So I think like the biggest thing was just being consistent. Those days I didn't want to go, I still went. And that's still the mindset I have now is like, fuck, I don't want to go to the gym every single time, but I just, make myself so i think just that is really what's helped me get here now that it's summer you might be looking for wholesome convenient meals for sunny active days i i know i am okay and factor which is america's number one ready-to-eat meal kit now number two number one it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door you'll save time You'll eat well and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well and so should you. Well, with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, Their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. Although when I... Do stuff in two minutes. 
My wife complains, okay? But not with Factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie-conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's 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 nothing. That's You burn that off, I don't know, jogging, all right? You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? I do. We'll try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get, get rough. Look, look at these guns, people. All right? So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box, all right? Check it out. You're gonna thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's she's adorable, all right? No more biting. We gotta get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and check out Factor right now. Why did, how did you pay your rent back then? I, w- I saved up $2,000 when I drove down. Um, that helped a lot. And then I, I was super, super fortunate that I had sponsors in Great Falls, Montana, you know, that would pay me every once in a while, a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks, 400 bucks. And when I got those checks, I was just so thankful because I had, I had to pay a hundred dollars a month at the lab. And then I had to pay, we, Tim and I got the cheapest, the cheapest apartment we could possibly get as close as we could to the gym. So my rent was $330. Then I had a hundred dollars at the lab. Um, and then my parents helped me with my, you know, my insurance and my phone bill. Uh, so I was just, just living off sponsors at the time, super careful with what I spent my money on. I wasn't going out. I didn't go out and spend my money on anything other than food. So, yeah. Well, you know, I love hearing this because I know as a comic, as a comic, I've had to, you know, have similar issues of like sleeping in my car. Like I used to drive to San Diego to do a gig. And if I didn't sell, I didn't have enough money for gas to get back. So if I didn't sell any merch, I'd be be stuck in San Diego. I mean, really, I, (laughs) I, I remember looking through my couches for quarters and nickels and dimes just to get mm-hmm. fucking, just to get Starbucks. I remember having negative nine hundred and eighty dollars in my account, Woo! and and then and then trying to get them to give me twenty dollars for an overdraft, just twenty, and then kicking me out of the bank. So uh, like, but I think that those are what's make what makes you stronger. I think a lot absolutely. of people, a lot of people sure. look at you and look at your talent and go, oh, he's just a gifted kid. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's really nice to hear of like your struggle, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's nice great. to hear about him struggling. It is for real. <laughs> yeah, yo, man, I'm glad you were all fucked up and that you were. Oh, no, that's where you get the mindset, though. I feel like that's. No, where I you know. Get the you, it makes if you. If everything yeah. was, if everything was just given to you, there's there's no way. If I was, you know, if I was just super super skilled, that didn't really have to go to the gym and like fighting. You have to be skilled to win fights. But if I didn't have to train for those skills, there's no way I'd have the mindset of that I have now. And I feel like the mindset's the most important thing. Yeah, and you get that through the struggle. Those guys at the gym that are the the super talented ones that don't have the drive. Like I was somewhere in the middle where it was like I could I could be fine sparring, but like I wouldn't be able to go through a fight camp without trying, you know. But there's right. those guys that every day they show up and it's like, oh, it's sparring day. They haven't been here the whole week, but it's sparring day and they fuck everybody up. Right. Like, oh yeah, there's those dudes for they sure. Lose because they haven't built those habits. They haven't built that. Absolutely. Business. 
But Sean, so, is, that, is, is that what you're thinking about? Like when you're fighting uh, Sakamta, Andre Sakamta, and soccer mom. So, yeah, soccer mom. Soccer and mom. then like your like your leg gives out in the third round, and you have to fight on one leg. Yeah, I don't. I don't, in in those moments, you're not really. I don't sitting here thinking about what was I thinking about in those moments. I don't think I was thinking about anything because I can't. I was just going. I was just off pure instinct. In that moment, it was life or death in my eyes. Like, obviously, there's a ref in there that's going to stop it before. But it, when you're in, in there, it's life or death. Yeah. It's like, this guy's going to kill me or I'm going to kill this guy. So I, I don't remember thinking anything. I just remember just nothing, really, just going. Well, you know what I think? Because you said, like, kickboxing, you when you're, you know, kickboxer, you know, you know you can keep distance. You can definitely, you know, tag a couple people up, tag them up. But I think in your situation, every time I watched you fight, I thought people sleep on your, like your grappling and your ground game. They sleep on you sometimes. And I think that's sneaky where they go, ah, fuck that. I'm just run up on him and he grab you. And they don't realize you got, you got skills. And that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Where that's definitely going to happen times. soon. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, definitely underrated grappling and it's going to be, you know, it's still a secret. Like until I finish someone in the UFC with a submission, people aren't, you know, look at me as a grappler. So, you know, I, eventually I want to be looked at like Charles Oliveira. Like, I don't want to take that motherfucker down. He's going to choke me. Yeah. Now, now during this, uh, you know, what a pandemic, are you training at all now? Oh yeah. I'm training. I have to, I, the most, I'm getting such quality work in right now. I'm going to go with, work with my strength and conditioning coach at one. Uh, I'm going to go grapple at five. Like I'm training. I'm still training. Yesterday I hit mids, hit the bag and did competition rolls. I'm training like a fucking animal. I'm I'm training like I have I haven't stopped cuz last fight camp I didn't ha I didn't get any injuries that I couldn't train on. So after the fight that Monday is back to training, it's back to living that same lifestyle. Right. So you so uh all right, more, more, what, uh, more important. You and your girl bring home a hot chick, right? Um <laughs> and like obviously like she starts blowing you and your girl's doing stuff to her and everyone's having fun. Uh is, is there a does it ever like want to stay and you're trying to get her out like afterwards but she keeps wanting to come back uh that hasn't happened no okay usually it's uh they know you know yeah that hasn't happened it depends how cool they are if they're cool as shit we both think they're cool they can stay if one of us thinks they're cool and the other one doesn't they'll probably have to go but Depends and how cool they are. There's and cool the girl never gets jealous of like, how come you don't do that to me, or how come, how come you're banging her better than me, or how come <laughs> you're excited? No, we haven't had that issue. We're pretty good at communicating. Oh, that's good. Adam. Adam, why don't you try that? Go ahead, give it a yeah, shot. Right. Are you kidding? <laughs> a girl would come in here, dude. My, <laughs> no fucking way. Like, There's not. It it wasn't always like that. It, it it took a lot of years for us to communicate back and forth, and you know we read a lot of books and listened to a lot of podcasts and learned a lot about each other and understanding each other and what needs we need and, and stuff like that. So it's more than just picking up. It was a lot of years of talking and communicating and crying and a lot of other stuff other than this, just the fun stuff. Shang, I'll, I'll give you an example. Last night, uh, this girl, Shaney, who's this like nice girl, she's a trainer. I, I downloaded some fight app and she was the trainer. So I texted uh -huh. her, Hey, uh, I took your class. It was a lot of fun, right? She reposted. With I a dick pic? I get a DM from my wife. You're not allowed to take that class anymore. Like, <laughs> and, like and like, she was kidding, but like, not really. Like, not really. Yeah, it was. She was dead serious. Like, yeah, yeah, don't really, like, don't yeah. ever take on the class. inside. 
Yeah. yeah. So like if, if, if I can't take the hot girls class, can you imagine some hot chick shoving over and like blowing me and my girl being like, yay, making us coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden you feel the back of your head, it's wet. So she smashed you in the head with something heavy. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah, it's, so, not, it's definitely not for everyone though. Like, it's but not, like You know what? A lot of times when I see people that are strikers, I always think, um, how does a, but rep, when you see wrestlers and strikers, like especially with wrestlers, wrestling, is absolutely key right now. I don't give a fuck who you are. You got to do wrestling and grappling. But I see people that are just strikers that I've never seen take down. I go, as soon as somebody taking down, he gets taken down. He's gonna get. Were, the fuck were we on three? Were we on threesomes? What the fuck you doing? About- <laughs> okay, because you you can talk about that. I'm, I mean, how I can talk. By the way, the thing about by the way, just so I Sean. So this is Shang, very funny comic. He was on uh, BET's Comic View 800 times. I had to bring up the, the black show. BET, bro. He's on BET. All these other shows. I've been on all these mainstream shows, and they always go, he's on Def Jam. He's on BET. <laughs> I'm like, it's a great show. The fucking Fox show. And this is Tyler, who's a brown belt and also a, a, a Marine. <laughs> and, we coach oh, fuck yeah. and we coach middle school wrestling together. So just so, oh, you guys, so you all no, know. That, the, but no, but I'm, the reason, Sean, because, I mean, I, we just meeting online. I'm saying I want to know that mindset. Because yeah. you got to think, uh, even though we've always been on, I've been on MMA roses before, but you got to okay. think how long ago when I, I stopped doing that shit so many years ago is because, for me, because I was like, I, even when I would win, I was so hurt. I was like, I don't know if I could keep doing this shit. Been there over and over again. So I didn't have that last ditch, like, yo, this is what I'm gonna do. I thought, this is you know, soaking in Epsom salt all day. <laughs> no, that's the truth, man. Where well, I would, has, yeah, but he has, his own, he has his own line of CBD products. No, I, I use the hot tub and a cold plunge and a sauna at my house. So I have a lot of recovery tools that I, I'd use nice. every night. So I'm recovering to make sure I can go and train again the next day. Do you have a hot tub and a cold plunge at the house? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, okay, that's it. Before we go, Sean, so your parents, right? Your parents, obviously, in Montana, you probably drove them crazy. You went to four different schools, a correctional facility, another school. <laughs> like, now they see you. You're, you know, 800,000 followers here. You're the, the poster boy for the UFC. How proud are they of you right now? Uh, yeah, super proud. I think uh, – I'm sure they were thinking like, fuck, what's this, what, what's he going to do in life? Like, <laughs> what's his thing? But uh, my mom still, I, I don't know. We have a really good relationship, my mom and I, and my dad and I, but my mom still thinks marijuana is just like the worst thing ever. She compares it to meth. So <laughs> I, I think it, it's, <laughs> my mom too. It's embarrassing, but it's like for real, she's just so programmed to think of it some way that it's like it, I can't even have a conversation with her without her freaking out about it. So it's, and I'm like, mom, I smoke every single day and I'm look what I'm doing. And it just doesn't, I don't know what it doesn't register in her it mind. It doesn't register at all. I don't know what the fuck, but My, I love her. Yeah, and no, she's awesome. I feel her, for the but parents. You still go, what are you doing? What are you talking it's about? hard to talk to her about I it. Feel I feel for the parents. To. My mom, my mom accidentally ate at, she went to visit my uncle in, in uh, Colorado <laughs> <laughs> and she took some chocolate out of the fridge, like without oh, anybody, and it was some homemade edibles. Oh, no, they didn't know. Nobody knew that she had ate it. And they called me, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, she eats some weed." Like my, my dad used to find. If you my don't bong, know you're high. You're gonna. My dad would find my bong, and he would he would like clean it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, he'd be like, "You can't. This is disgusting. You can't smoke oh. out of this." 
I, that's that, good. That's good. I, I could see Joe. I could see Joe doing that. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so um, now, do you ever? Because a lot of people, whenever you fight, I feel like a, you know, clout chasers. I guess they call them. People, are, fighters are always calling you out. Do you ever respond to them or no? When I was out, I got called out by nine people. Um, so it's like, like kind of. No, I, I keep. It's embarrassing. They'll just keep tweeting and keep tweeting. It's just like. I don't know. It's it, no. There's. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna fight whoever I fight next, and we'll we'll decide. I. I don't know. It's just. We'll see. I can't fight nine people. Is the UFC? I mean, um, obviously, I you have. I, you I don't have know. We'll Some of them aren't even in the UFC anymore. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. So you obviously you have that star, but you're already a star. You're you're gonna be a, a megastar, and the UFC. Hopefully, I mean, I'm, they're getting behind you already. But right. is it is it a thing where are they gonna throw like are they throwing you opponents and you get to pick, or are you just fuck it, whoever you give me, and it's up to them like how they want to push your career? Yeah, with like my last fight. Um... You know, obviously, we were waiting for all this to get done. They said, do you want to fight Teco again? Because I was supposed to fight him, two, like, a year and a half ago, two years ago, or whatever it was. And I said, hell yeah, let's do it. So that's how that one went. Uh, this next fight, whoever we get, I don't know. We're going to – we're kind of – I'm waiting for the UFC to come to me and say, hey, we want you on this card. I, I talked to Sean Shelby a couple weeks ago. I was trying to get on that card, Hubby Tony card, yeah. before it got all crazy. And he said, no, we're saving – we want you for July. So – I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting for UFC to hit me up, and we'll go from there. I think you and Chase Hooper would be hilarious. He, <laughs> Chase Hoop. <laughs> he's like no, the, he's, I, he's, But he's, that's the thing. You can't, have them, you can't have them fight each other right now. We have to bring Chase up. Like, I know, but that's true. that'd be you a know? funny sitcom because he's like the brother that kind of like went, went like awry, and Chase is the nerdy guy, and then they fucking somehow – they're like just like different. They're like the Gemini. They're just the now, split same person. Now, who's that guy that were, I was looking at your Instagram? Somebody wrote a rap song for you. Yeah, that that we just dropped the music video uh, today. He, this guy J Rob hit me up. I was actually in Vegas. He hit me up and said, uh, "You want to make music?" Blah 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 blah. And usually, when people tell me that, I'm like, "Ah, all right." Like, I don't know how. I don't want to listen to it, and then it sucks. But he emailed it to me. I listened to it, and I was like, damn, that was fucking sweet. And he lives in Arizona. So, uh, yeah, we made a video the other day. It was fucking sweet. Yeah, no, it was cool, man. It was really cool. Well, listen, you've always been super uh, supportive, and I've been supportive of you, and uh, I, I appreciate that. Because a lot of times, like, I, I, I knew you when your first fight in the UFC. We had you on, I think, before the UFC. And, yeah. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, this kid's going to be – got something special. And a lot of people, they blow up and never talk right. to me. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's like, so, hey, yeah, Adam, I don't have time to talk to you. I'm getting my, are they, my mail. Or they, they say, go through my management. And it's like, fuck yeah. the fucking podcast. Like, yeah, exactly. Sean, I, get asked, uh, I got sorry, probably man. five requests in the last two days for podcast interviews. I, get a, I just get so many, but no, I was down, I was down to do this one. I will, Sean, who, who, who do you look at that you, you go, man, this motherfucker? Like, do you have fighters you look at and go, God damn, this dude right here? Is, fuck there's so many guys in the UFC that are just fucking animals um obviously Israel Adesanya is a fucking beast I feel like we have a similar striking style yeah um but there's just so many dudes that are Gilbert Burns fuckers an animal there's so many guys in the UFC that are just insanely 
it's talented. It, it, it would be hard to the pick like hard to pick a couple. But just, I guess the two I said just now, even. But well, listen, Sean. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, hopefully, when this is done, I'll see you in uh, July in Vegas. Just keep staying healthy and uh, best of luck, man. Dude, yeah, thanks. Let me know if, if you guys are down in Phoenix again once this shit's shit's all over with. We'd love to come to a show again. Absolutely, man. Thanks a lot, Sean. Oh, yeah, dude. Take care. What's up, people? Listen, today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, I'm not talking about a baby, although that's adorable. We're talking about your baby makers. Boom. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensible skin. Trust me. And they deserve products not only skin safe, but also with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com. And use the code MMAROASTED for 20% off plus free shipping. Listen, Manscaped, I used to have the, the hairiest nuts. It was, it was, it was rough. I mean, girls would go down there, they would choke, okay? I, I, one time I had to go to the hospital. It was just, ugh, nothing worse than, you know, in the middle of a, of a BJ, having a, a girl having to, like, go up and go, whoop, 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 and start ripping out hair. It, it's not good. It, it's, it's bad. It, it, it happens to the best of us, okay? Some of you uh, friends may be Armenian or Italian or just, just hairier people, all right? Maybe not. But the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is a one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all, and that's you, okay? They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. We're all about elite, okay? The Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer feature propriety advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts or delicate parts and holes both are waterproof you can shave with less mess trust me you don't want nose hairs and ear hairs it's not good okay you want to get laid you want to have fun you want to relax check it out go to uh the platinum package 4.0 they cover all bases from head to toe and hair to ball fro Get 20% off and free shipping with the, pre with the promo code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMAROASTED. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. So check it out and enjoy everything. Is this Sean O'Malley? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? This is Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. How's it going, buddy? Doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing good, man. You're here with the Greg Wilson. Hey, uh, hey. So, I don't, Greg, I don't know if you know this guy, Sean O'Malley. So he's he's nine and zero. Mm -hmm. He looks like Conor McGregor and Screech had a baby. Okay, Ooh. like he has <laughs> he has this like he has this crazy afro hair. Yeah, he's got sick knockout power. I mean, he just knocks fuckers out left and right. Totally unorthodox, and, and I, spinning wheel kicks. I mean, just Love it. just and he's from Montana. So, uh, how are you, Sean? Doing, doing awesome. Just got done with practice, just getting home, so I'm doing good. So you're living in Arizona now? Yep, living in Arizona. Uh, me and my girlfriend just bought a house. Nice. Well, I'm, what are you, 22 years old? 23. 23 and you bought a house? I'm 39 I can't afford a house, <laughs> you prick. Nice work. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Are you going to uh, mow your rocks 
Do you have one of those rock logs that you or, or uh, they? Oh, really? See, in Arizona, they have yeah, them? yeah, yeah. And I see them out there, like raking the rocks. Are you going to do that? Are you going to mow your rocks? No, I'm, I'm thinking about putting in some of that astroturf, that fake grass stuff. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Now, dude, you're, then I don't got to that either. Now, dude, your your uh, your your last fight, by the way. Uh, was against my buddy, Terry Onware. So I was kind of rooting for my buddy because he's been on the podcast 10 times. But I liked you. I wasn't, oh, I, I wasn't rooting against you. I, I just know Terry on personally. I wasn't like, you know, like I, I, I like you and I, I like what you do. And what you, uh, but I'm like, oh, it would be nice, Terry on. But that was a fucking war, man. Uh, great Fuck fight. Yeah. Congratulations on that fight, man. Thank you. Yeah, Terry on, he's, uh, he seems super cool. I talked to him a little after... Uh, I was hoping me and him would get that 50 G fight in the night, but yeah, that is you know, such bullshit that you didn't get so. that, that. You definitely should have got that fight of the night. That was way better yeah. than the than the, the Roxanne modified. The Roxanne fight was good, but that oh, yeah, your, your fight was like a different level, man. Different level. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. But whatever. What are we gonna do? Uh, yeah, no, man. It's all good. You can, uh, so I mean. You, now your style is um is so unorthodox. Now is it are uh. Do you have a uh, karate background? What's your, what's what's your background? Um, no, I don't actually. I pretty much taught myself all my own kicks. Uh, I kind of started out um, boxing and kickboxing, but it was more of just sparring. I never really learned technique. I don't know. It's kind of just until I moved to Arizona is really when I started learning, um, you know, techniques. But yeah, I pretty much taught my own all my own kicks and stuff. So you taught yourself that like spinning wheel kick, that LFA thing that you did was that was amazing. Uh, that was st- oh yeah, that's all that self taught. Uh, I I work on that a lot. You know, I what I do is I throw that right head kick up against the fence to make them they only can go one way after I throw that kick, and that's into my power when I spin. So I I throw that. That wasn't lucky or nothing. I throw that all the time. Nice. Well, I mean, that was that was amazing. Now, Snoop Dogg loved you. I mean, he was like, yeah, he was all about you. Did you guys smoke weed afterwards together? Yes, we did. It was fucking. Yeah, bro, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking sweet. I mean, how 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 strong was Snoop Dogg's weed? Um, that he gets it. I think he got it from a dispensary that I have gotten weed from before, but yeah, I hadn't smoked in like two weeks because I had to pass the test. So I was, and then after the fight, I just had like a natural high because I just got, you know, got signed to UFC. So I was like high on that. I bet. And then I fucking smoked with Snoop and then I was about to lost my brain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that, that's awesome. But it was fun. I mean, now, I mean, did you ever think to yourself like one day I'm going to be in the UFC smoking weed with Snoop Dogg? Was that ever like a goal or a bucket list thing for you to do? Um, well, once I started, once I found out what the UFC was, like at first, like when I first started fighting, I didn't even know, like you, I didn't even know about. I mean, I knew of the UFC, but it was never like a thought. I just, but once I started like winning fights and started thinking about getting the UFC, um, I never thought I'd be smoking with Snoop. It just worked out perfect. That's nice. awesome. Now, were there were there some pretty hot bitches? Was it crazy hot bitches? No, there actually wasn't. It was just because it was. Um, we just went back to his trailer, so it was right outside the Ultimate Fighter gym. Oh, okay. And I was just like, so it was just like me, him, a couple of his bodyguards, and uh, yeah. So there that's wasn't still any pretty dope. That's still pretty dope. But that's still awesome. I would be hoping for some girls gone wild action or something. You know what I mean? Well, I know. Well, well I mean, you got a serious crazy. girlfriend, right? I mean, you guys are moving in together. How long have you guys been together for? Uh, over two years. Oh, that's nice. Not nice. Did you meet uh, her? You meet her in Arizona? 
Yeah, I did. I met her in Arizona, yeah. Uh, you got a lot of pretty girls out there in Arizona, man. The hottest chick. So oh, hot. Like, yeah. Uh, you go to a strip club. It's it's like, not enough of them work at <laughs> the strip clubs, though. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Those ASU girls are just insane. Yeah, we, I, maybe I'm going to the wrong yeah, strip clubs in, in Arizona. There's some hot bitches here for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, I mean, you're, now you, I mean, you're, you're, you're killing it. Um, now, I always thought like wrestling was going to be maybe your Achilles heel because of, the, of like your, your karate stance and that. Do you think that's the one? Right. Thing, do you think that's the one thing that you have to work on the most? Um, I don't, I don't know about the most. I think I I enjoy like if if I could pick on something I could do for the day that I like, would enjoy the most, it'd probably probably be grappling. Um, I love jujitsu. I love um, I love grappling. It's one of my favorite things. Like all week like my favorite practice are the grappling practices so that's not even something i really think like oh i gotta make sure i'm working on it. it's like that's just something i work on all the time and, you know i've i didn't even know how to wrestle three years ago and now i feel like i'm a pretty decent wrestler um you know i got three takedowns in the third round um so but but yeah no that, that was if, awesome if, if that's gonna be what it is so no i was i was super impressed and you know what it was man like you won the first round I, I, you could give Terry on the second, although I can give you the second also. It was one of those fights where I could, I could see it going the way. But that third round, like I was, people were like, "Oh, O'Malley's gonna gas. O'Malley's gonna gas." You came out even stronger. Like you, it was really impressive. Thank you. Yeah, I felt. Uh, I knew. Like I fucking trained hard. I knew I was gonna be. I knew I was. My body was in shape. I had been doing. I've been sparring three rounds. You know. For the in in camp, so I knew I could go three rounds, and I knew I could push. I don't know. I just gasped. I got my second win, though, and then I uh, felt felt really good. Oh man, I was I was super impressed, man. I mean, uh, I was a fan before. I'm even a bigger fan now, uh, especially because you knocked out. Ed- so knocked out Edmonds guy. Oh, uh, the fight you, uh, yeah, you hate Edmonds. Well, Ed, Edmonds the worst. That's the West guy's the worst coach in the history of coaching. Um, now what? I mean, who who, who do you want to fight next? Um, I'm not exactly sure who we're gonna fight next. Um, but I still, we have a couple a uh, couple options. I was thinking, you know, that Benito Lopez looks pretty good. He's nine and zero. I don't know if they want to do contender winners versus contender winners. Um, or that um that one kid who just knocked out uh, Luke Sanders. Oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. dork. I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that was impressive because Luke Sanders is is a good fighter. Uh, yeah, I thought Luke was gonna win that fight. I think Luke beats that kid nine out of ten times, but uh, you know, he got caught. That kid was on a two fight losing streak. Took a short notice fight. Stepped up and it paid off for him. So yeah, you know, props Andre, for that. Andre Sukamtas. Or something. Well yeah. said. That's probably yeah. right. That's yeah. probably exactly how that's pronounced. Suck it, Matt. Suck it, Matt. That's more. Yeah. That's more likely. He's an Asian guy. Who yeah. Sucks at of course, he's a fighter. Yeah, the Asian sensation, dude. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The cool, Asian man. Asian sensation. So, I mean, are you sure you want to get? A, should you be married first before you buy a house with a girl? What's that? Well, I mean, shouldn't you be married before you buy the house? I mean, you're buying a house with this girl. Yeah. Are you gonna marry her? Oh yeah, I don't, I'm. We'll see. Mary, I don't really think like uh, that word's kind of stupid. I think. I think that's kind of a. I don't know. We're just going with the flow. There you go. I love that's her. right, kid. Me. Ride it out. I told my wife the same thing, you- and uh, yeah, I. I, I <laughs> it, it didn't. That didn't work that well for me, man. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, she. We both kind of think the same about marriage. It's, 
you know, I don't know. We're, I mean, we both love each other. We're just going with the flow. I mean, you're definitely like how many how many women though have seen you on TV and the way you fight and the way you look and have tried to get in on that. Have you have, have you been getting a lot of chicks? A lot of a lot of a lot of. Oh games? yeah, that it's it's hard. Yeah, I got some people just straight. Some chicks just straight up sent me nudes, which is sweet. You know, I'm. That's nothing. I can't do anything about that. So if they want to do that, that's fine with me. But yeah, a lot right, of chicks. Exactly. You can't do nothing about that if your pants fall down around exactly. your ankles and you just start whacking off that. to them. That's just natural. That's I mean, just... but what does your wife say? Exactly. Girl say I mean, is, is like your wife, like, why are you sending my boyfriend nudes? <clears throat> nah, she fucking, she doesn't even think that much into it. She's, we're, we're good. We're, she doesn't care really. Like, yeah. it happens, it happens. Can I tell you something, bro? This is serious. I mean, I've do, I've been on TV dozens of times. I perform stand up, a lot of standing ovations. Never have I had chicks <laughs> randomly sending me dudes. Like, I got, I, 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 I got a lot of you're super funny. You know, you gotta learn the, how to the, the, throw away a wheel kick. I I gotta throw, learn how to throw a wheel kick. There yeah, you go. Of course. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You I can throw a wheel chat? kick, but it's me actually Yo, kicking yeah, a wheel. Snapchat? Uh, no, I specifically don't That's have Snapchat. You get no tip pics. Yeah, you got You got to get Snapchat. You got to get the kids. You got to get your Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's you where it's all. Snapchat. That's why I stay away from it, actually, because I'm afraid shit's gonna go down on Snapchat, and I don't want to do that it. That is a good idea. Are you Are you stay smoking weed right now? You sound like you're pretty high. Oh, uh, I, I just took a. To, yeah, I'm making some food, smoking, <laughs> chilling. Good for you, yes, brother. It's Saturday. Live your dreams. <laughs> this is like my favorite kid. Ever. Exactly. We're gonna, yeah. This kid's I'm, chill. Like, he gets it. I you like guys this. In kid. New York, that's where you guys are. No, I'm, I'm, it's a New York number. I'm from I'm from New York, but we live in California now. But uh, oh, but I'm gonna be in Arizona in June. I'm doing a comedy show at the House of Comedy. Last time, uh, John Crouch came and uh, Lauren Murphy oh, and yeah. uh, Barbarina. So I would love to see you in uh, in uh, June, my friend. Dude, hell yeah! You said June? Yeah, in June. So. Okay, hopefully I'll be fighting March third, and then I'll and then yeah, that'd be that'd be perfect. I'd definitely come. We, me and my girl, would come for sure. I love it. I love it. Well, dude, thanks for being on the podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, man. Happy holidays. Hell yeah, you guys too. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas. Nice kid. No, he's a good kid. <laughs> Most like, you would not think fighter. When you see that kid down the street with that hair. I don't know. I think uh, maybe you do because really? I have a feeling he had to learn to fight pretty early on. In 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 uh, Montana. Yeah. Yeah. He, that's a fucking. That's a badass kid right there. Yeah. I just it just shows you though. You never know who can fight. His first fight was probably against a bobcat. <laughs> up in Montana, he's like he's fighting a bobcat in a river at the same time. The kid's so funny, man. Yeah. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right, and there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with two hundred dollars in bonus bets, guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it. Okay. So I'm going to bet. I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose, how great is that? Okay, visit fanduel.com slash Boston 
and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go.